Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Toth Media Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Megdance, and I'm here with my co-founder, Braden Toth. How you doing, man? Good. Good, good. good. We're going to talk today about uh, how Braden started this whole thing, how he quit his job and went full-time on his passion of uh, photography and videography. Should be sweet. Yeah, quit. Yeah, quit. <laughs> You'll learn more about that in a bit. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't even know you till about grade 11 or so, so mm -hmm. I'm interested to learn a bit more about you. Sounds uh, we've good. We've been friends for a while now, but yeah. you can always learn more about people. So I want to know, uh, when you were growing up, were you creative? Like, were you... Did you grow up with a camera in your hands or were you kind of doing other things uh, in yeah, high school and stuff? Totally. Yeah, never um, touched a camera growing up, photo or film. Um, I was pretty on the non-creative side. Um, I don't know what that looks like, but more kind of like into sports, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I did a lot of Lego growing up. I don't know if that's creative or not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically in growing up, up until middle school and high school, I was really into skateboarding. Um, all my friends growing up were skateboarders and snowboarders and we did like a a bit of filming when we went snowboarding but like it was yeah not nothing like significant and right. um creative so yeah i did a lot of skateboarding and snowboarding growing up up until about grade 11 and then when i moved to cloverdale a lot of my friends uh, seemed to play football and i never kind of grew up around football mostly it was just skateboarding so i was like um my friends kind of pushed me towards football and my uh, gym teacher at the time was part of the coaching staff so he's like you need to play and I was like all right I'll give it a go it wasn't really my style I was more into skateboarding more into like that kind of group which is different than the jocks of football so right but after playing football um yeah it kind of became pretty serious and loved it yeah you were pretty good weren't you oh, that's pretty unreal <laughs> we actually we played together you were you're younger but yeah. on the same team yeah 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 you had a couple time. touchdowns yeah. I remember yeah but the thing is I got injured in high school playing football yeah my back injury Same. lower back yeah and uh that kind of motivated me going out of high school to go into university for um for kinesiology right because i was like well this sucks i want to help people get better with their back injuries and injuries in general because you can't do fun things when you're in pain so that's kind of where i went after high school i uh, did some science and then eventually into a, a kinesiology program right so elaborate on that a bit you were you're in University, you're doing kinesiology. What are you doing for a job at this point? Yeah. Are you just coasting? You're going to school kind of thing? Yeah. No, I was working in the summer. I'd work these, uh, this iron working job. So I was away uh, for majority of the summer working, building Costco's actually, like the structural <laughs> shell of Costco's in like Ontario and in, on the East Coast. And then I'd come home and during the year, um, I'd work random jobs, some restaurants, uh, fitness center. And eventually I figured, I was like, oh, you know what, I'm, my back is better. Um, I, I'm not like as passionate about this anymore. I'm going to take a year off university, figure out what I'm into. And then I started working at this uh, potato farm, mm. which was a lot of fun. And I did that for about two or three years. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So when did you start kind of developing the skills that you use today? Like social media, photography, videography, where did that all happen? Yeah. I, uh, I did like hiking and kind of going on road trips with friends. And at the time, uh, we were both volunteering, I think, for an organization called Young Life. And we take these annual trips down to California, down to uh, Santa Monica on the beach. And we'd always drive down and there'd be so many cool spots to stop at on the way down there through Washington and Oregon. And I kind of wanted to capture that in a way um, more than my phone. So I got a GoPro and I made some like videos and they're the worst things ever. But uh, I think that's probably where I started dabbling into that space. Right. Yeah. What was that first road trip like for you? Like, was it like, this is unreal? Like I need to do yeah, this. Yeah. I mean, I felt like I was like, this is pretty easy. Like we just kind of wake up in the cars, go to <laughs> cool spots. And I was like, I could probably do this. Like 
I don't know if this is a job, but like, it's pretty fun. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But at this point you are still on the farm. You're still in kinesiology at this point. Yeah. Eventually I did drop out or not drop out of kinesiology. I took a, took a year off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> took a year off. And, um, and then I wanted to figure out what I was doing because I was working on the farm and then I was like, um, it was hard to do school and make enough money for with rent and car and stuff like that. So, uh, right. yeah, kind of, uh, spent a lot of time on the farm, like looking at, um, social media because we had these tractors and, uh, the tractors were so like high end that they'd have these GPS systems built in and you could just like click a button and it would just drive straight on the field and you'd have to uh, turn around at the end. But basically you'd sit in these like um, it was like an enclosed cab with like air conditioning. You can take your shoes off and kind of just sit there and like, you'd watch what's going on in the back, but basically it's like super, uh, just does everything for you. And I spent a lot of time on my phone during that whole process. Right. And, was that uh, allowed? <laughs> uh, it was discouraged. Right. I remember a few times getting, uh, in conversations with my supervisors being like, you can't be on your phone. Cause they have like binoculars that like going on you. And what? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So they're watching you. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Yeah. And I definitely, shouldn't i shouldn't have been on my phone um when i'm in the tractors because they are like million dollar machines and we're <laughs> plowing the fields and stuff but i was like as a millennial i'm like what else do you do when you're sitting there for 12 hours right and sometimes you'd have to go like half an hour 45 minutes without turning around so you just sit there right mm -hmm. so you're not just gonna stare at the wall you're gonna learn something yeah, yeah so i was learning about social media on instagram a lot trying to figure out like how it worked and what um why i liked certain photos why i didn't like certain photos and i feel like that all those hours in the tractor really helped me figure out stuff about photography and social media and how it worked and algorithms and stuff like that. Right. So it's just like, and at this time you were also, I guess, like still going these road trips and hikes and stuff like that. So yeah, you were able weekends. to go, right. So you're, what exactly you're learning in this tractor? Are you like, you're just like studying Instagram and yeah, pretty much just looking at different camera gear. And I'd, I'd spend like, cause we'd get to the field sometimes at like 5am. So I'd watch sunrise from the tractor and after the full day of work, I'd watch sunset and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could just be outside and like be out exploring during these times because it's so beautiful. Mm. And uh, most of the fields were out in Chilliwack. So we have the huge mountains and it was just a, yeah, it was inspiring because I'm like, okay, I want to learn some stuff uh, about photography. Then I, on the weekends, I can go out and um, shoot these like crazy sunsets and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so what is the point then where you decide to go all in on photography like what's the tipping point where you just said i'm done with the farm i'm going all in on yeah well on it didn't it wasn't really like a bold move on my part where i'm like you know what? i'm gonna go and pursue my dreams it was like <laughs> it was like hey Braden, we're laying you off from the farm you're on your phone too much and i was like <laughs> okay not your typical like cool story of starting your yeah, own it's not you against the world it's like uh sorry man <laughs> yeah yeah so i was like never made to be a farmer it was a lot of fun i actually had some great times with the guys um at the farm but I definitely was like so into photography. I couldn't stop looking at uh, social media and researching cameras and watching videos. And eventually that led to me being laid off um, for the farm. And at that point I was like trying to figure out like, okay, is this a viable like career? Is there a way to make money off this? And I remember in the tractor looking at um, an Instagram account because uh, the farm I was working at was potato farm and they had a sister brand that was a uh, potato chip company mm -hmm. and they did Instagram, but it wasn't anything great at the time. And I was like, well, I go on these hikes on the weekend. I could probably take some chips and take some photos and create some like branded content for them because I was learning this. Um, and I was like, and at the time, I think right before I got laid off, I had started like a small contract uh, running the Instagram for this chip brand for 500 bucks a month. 
Right. And I was like, oh, this is like another avenue of revenue. And then all of a sudden it was my only avenue of revenue right. and it was 500 bucks. And I was like, okay, if there's a, a spot or like a time to like maybe go for this where I could just like get a career that is like taking photos and road tripping with friends and making videos, mm -hmm. this was probably the time because I don't have to work anymore. I have two weeks of severance pay where I can like um, scrape by and Short then, window. yeah, and then I needed <laughs> to make more than 500 bucks because I had my car and phone bill and rent and all that stuff. So, right. Yeah, that was the uh, tipping point for sure. So you get laid off. Yeah. Are you like, what are you feeling in that moment? Like, are you freaking out? Like, okay, I got 500 bucks. Like, what's the yeah. anxiety there? Yeah, I was definitely tripping out a bit. I remember feeling like, I'm like, okay, I have literally two weeks. Am I going to have to go get another job at a restaurant? Because I used to work at restaurants. Like, I'm, there's all these possibilities in my head. And I was like, if I have the shot to make this a career and this my job, um, this is like, I just need to go for it. And I was pretty motivated. And when you're motivated on on that, like just paying next month's bills, right. um, it gave me some pretty good uh, motivation. And I and I remember when I was on my only client's account managing their Instagram, there's other businesses like interacting with the content. And I'm like, well, if they like the videos and photos I make, I could probably go and uh, ask them if they would like the same services. So that's what happened, I think like a week after I got laid off and I talked to this guy and we were able to figure something out. And then all of a sudden I had two clients. Right. And um, I think, yeah, that was probably enough for me just to like scrape by with bills and stuff. Right. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah. At that point I was like, wow, this actually could be a thing. Right. It's cool how you identified a problem with one brand and then you were able to take that and kind of apply it in other places. Like it just took you figuring out like, oh, maybe this like is a problem I could solve. And mm -hmm. then by solving that problem, you can solve all these other problems, which is kind of what we still do today. In a lot of ways, we're still doing similar Definitely. stuff to... To mm -hmm. the original clients for sure which is crazy yeah um cool that's awesome i'm glad to hear a bit more about uh yeah the journey um if you could give creators out there just a word of advice if they're in a similar place to where you were they're sitting on a tractor right now they're working in a restaurant and they don't want to be there they want to be hiking adventuring creating for freelancers what would you say to them to get started on making that a maybe just a side hustle or maybe their career mm -hmm. yeah i'd say figure out what you love doing and what kind of content you like, and then figure out how to create that type of content. So when I was sitting in the tractor, I was looking at all this stuff. I'm like, these spots look amazing. I want to visit these spots. I want to make videos here. I want to go here with my friends. And from that, once you develop like a style and a skill that you're passionate about, I'm talking about passion that like, it, it's not work for you to go and like research camera gear and research like mm -hmm. places. It's just like so fun. You do it till like 3 a.m. Just be, and like you need to go to bed, but you can't stop learning because <laughs> it's that fun. Find something like that and then figure out a problem that you can solve. So at the time it was um, this brand needed content with their chips. And I was like, I'm going on hikes all the time. This seems to work perfectly. So figure out where, figure out a problem and a need for a company that has a budget and then be like, I can solve this problem and this is how much it costs. And then majority of the time they're gonna be like, that makes sense, let's work together. And then you have a career. How did you, last question, how did you know that they had a problem? Like what was, what did you identify exactly? Well, I feel like they had a pretty good like team going, they're making great chips. And I was like, but the Instagram, it was just like in office stuff with some chips. And I was like, this is like an outdoor lifestyle brand. They should be out in the outdoors. I'm like, I'm already going on all these hikes. Right. Like it makes so much sense that I'd bring this brand along with me and take photos. And I think it just would strengthen the brand overall. And it took me a long time. I think like the first time I asked was like four months prior to me actually getting this, um, this gig. But I was like, 
yeah i'm like you obviously have a need there's like you have like not that many followers i think they had like three or four hundred followers at the time i had twenty thousand, which is like not significant nowadays but back then it was enough to say like hey i know what i'm doing on this like i can um make this happen for you too right that's uh, like a-list celebrity back then you back know? then you know big right, time. Big time. Yeah. sweet <laughs> well thanks for chatting with me day man no sounds good thank you everybody for listening today uh hopefully you learned a little bit about Braden and how this thing all started uh we will see you next time on the talk media podcast peace out